Money Mindset I think that sounds alright this is Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. So thank you so much for joining us. This is episode two of our chat with Thrifty Londoner. In the first episode, we talk about money mindset. We talk about what it's like being a millennial today. And we give away thrifty tips for living in a big big city like London. This is season three of Millennial Money Mindset podcast. So we're talking to money bloggers, writers and influencers. So we've had on Money Week's Dominic Frisbee. We've had Will Rainey, who gives us five money tips for parents. And we are going to have on Andy Webb, who is the Channel 5 presenter from Be Clever With Your Cash. Today, we're going to talk about starting a side hustle, the environmental impact of fast fashion, and we're going to give away even more money tips on thrifty living in London. So let's go to Laura and learn about more about starting a side hustle. So tell us more about your side hustle. How did you start that? And what would you kind of, any tips you'd recommend to people say the listener at home is that yeah that sounds great let's start our side hustle what would you do to start that i would have a really good think about what side hustle is going to be the best use of your time so i have done so many different side hustles over the years some of them have stuck some of them haven't um and you have to really think about if you're coming home from your nine to five job what are you gonna sit down and then be excited to do um, what are you still going to have the energy to do after um, working all day and I think that's that's the key is finding something that you're super passionate about so that it doesn't feel like you're doing more work when you get home it's something that you look forward to doing yeah. um, and you have to have that to get the momentum and you know have the commitment um, to push it forward over yeah. the months and years hopefully that, that you do it for so um, yeah, I think that's the first thing. And then also you need to consider whether you're doing a side hustle for the money, um, yeah. in which case you need to make sure that you're happy with um, the money that you can make um, with the effort that you're putting in. So, you know, you have to get a good return on your time if, if money is your... Um, is your primary goal for your side hustle um you know if if you're making something and selling it online on etsy or something you know yeah. there's there's probably quite a lot of labor involved with that and you have to yeah. make sure that you are pricing it accordingly and um yeah get getting weight the money that you want out of your time cool no i think that's that's great i think you raised some good points there i yeah, I think like, um, well, I'm a big fan of Adam Smith, who's like starting, <laughs> I talked about him before, but essentially the three things, if you read, there's a book called Wealth of Nations that he wrote in like 1750. He talked about demand and supply, number one. So is there a demand there? And can you supply that? And then he talks about specialization. So where is your specialist skills? Where can you add value? What knowledge do you have? And also he talks about kind of, he used the example of a pin factory, but think of it like, like a little factory, have I batch my production, which means that if I do, if I'm recording, I do all that in a day. So rather than doing, doing tasks 
And then he talks for, thirdly about an invisible hand, which essentially is a bit more like, where's the market going in the future? But that's essentially what he talks about in his book, um, Wealth of Nations. He's basically grandfather of kind of money and capitalism and markets. But let's, let's talk about the UN goals. So we talked brief, briefly about kind of thrifty. We kind of didn't talk as much as I, I wanted about kind of thrifty, but we talked about, so the UN goals are essentially the 17 biggest problems that the United Nations see. There's 17, just Google it and see essentially the 17 biggest problems that the world needs to solve. Um, so Laura, what would you, if you could click your fingers and solve like one or two of these problems, what would you, which ones would you talk, or which ones would you solve and why? This podcast episode is sponsored by Money Tips, the money coaching company. Are you stressed and worried about money? Maybe you think that you'll never have enough to stop working. Perhaps you're worried about inflation eroding the pound coin in your back pocket. Or maybe you're worried about losing all your hard-earned savings in the next stock market crash. You are not alone. Money worries tops a poll as the biggest cause of stress today for 25 to 50-year-olds. 11.5 million people in the UK have less than £100 in savings and investments. Money Tips are here to help. We offer a new and unique solution to this problem without having to pay crazy expensive financial advice fees. What we offer is a five-step method to money mindset called Football Formation Asset Allocation where we build your portfolio around a football team. Time is our most precious asset. By the end of this coaching package, you will only need to spend 93 minutes a year on your investments and it will only be at one click of a button to invest. This is because we automate everything. Today, it's never been simpler, easier or cheaper to invest. Investing is simple, but it's not easy. We, we offer this coaching package, giving you the support, the confidence and experience to invest, to empower you to make your own investing decisions at click, one click of a button. Football Formation Asset Allocation Coaching Package offers one-to-one coaching sessions. We offer workbooks, at-home study course with four hours of unique and exclusive content. We build a bespoke life plan for you. And we also give you the Football Formation Asset Allocation card game. And as a bonus, we'll offer, we give you the book the financial times shortlisted book millennial money mindset if you want the fruits you need the roots as well as bonuses of tools and technology to make your life easier to find out more just send me a message my name's neil doig i'm the founder of money tips alternatively send money tips a message we're on linkedin we're on instagram we're on facebook send a message to this podcast alternative check out our website it's www.moneytips.co.uk and money tips is spelt T-I-P-P-S because it stands for Tax, Investment, Property, Pension, Savings. And now back to the podcast. If you could click your fingers and solve like one or two of these problems, what would you, which ones would you talk, or which ones would you solve and why? Um, well, I, I had a hard time picking this um, because they're all so important. Um, but I think probably the one that I would say is um, climate change. Okay. So, um, yeah, so I, I often talk about shopping secondhand yeah. um, on the blog, both for the purposes of thriftiness and saving money, um, yeah. but also for the environmental change as well. 
Um, and it's it's the same for switching to reusable products um, yeah. instead of disposable ones. Um, they also save you money in the long run and they help the environment as well. So I think um, there's quite a lot of aspects of a thriftier lifestyle that yeah. kind of lends itself to um, helping the fight against climate change. Yeah. Um, same goes for you know, walking or cycling instead of taking the train or the tube. These yeah. are things that also save you money and also help the environment too. So yeah, I think that's definitely something that aligns with um, my values. And yeah, I think the more that you get into this kind of thrifty um, way of living, um, or some people maybe even call it frugal living, um, yeah. It, the more you see that it aligns with that sustainability and uh, you know climate change goals so I think um, yeah it's definitely something to look into if, if you're wanting to live um, on less and uh, consume less yeah that's definitely a good way forward that's huge no I, I like that a lot I I think almost the the stigma of going to charity shops and getting secondhand clothes is almost disappearing I think I mean, growing up, you'd probably get beaten up at school if you walked, you know, came into school with a different coat on from Oxfam or something like that. But I think there's some really good shops these days, especially if you go to kind of the nicer areas in London. I live in Oxford and I buy some of my books from Oxford um, and they're, sorry, Ox, from Oxfam in, and yeah, rather than kind of new books, yeah, going into kind of secondhand shops and purchasing kind of, yeah, new books. Um, so, rather than purchasing new books you can go and buy secondhand books but yeah any kind of frugal tips or any kind of thrifty tips that um that would help people kind of uh shopping yeah definitely so a lot of the time um i hear from people that reasons that they don't go into charity shops is because maybe they can't find the right size or the right style that they want. Um, but there's also, you can go on sites like eBay or Depop um, yeah. and other places that sell secondhand clothes and you can find literally anything you want on those, yeah. on those websites. Um, and, you know, by, by shopping on places like eBay and Depop, you're avoiding anything uh, going to landfill um, yeah. because it's, already been used by someone else you're kind of creating less demand um in you know in the far east for for this fast fashion stuff that's yeah. that's also something that i'm i feel quite strongly about is um you know not not relying on uh far east production all the time um, yeah. i don't think it's sustainable for the environment um and yeah, so so even if you ha are an unusual size or you have a specific style, you can you can use these places online to get things um, secondhand and also a lot cheaper than what you'd pay for um, new. Like I, I now find myself not wanting to buy anything new because of of these kind of um, thoughts I have about sustainability and um, but yeah. also for the money as well i just think you know if you see something new in top shop or whatever you can guarantee that a month or two later you'll be able to find it online secondhand and yeah. um you know it's it's really to me usually things have only been worn a couple of times um you, you know i i don't think that there's 
anything wrong with buying secondhand clothes. I think it needs to be more normalized. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, you wouldn't bat an eyelid at um, living in a home that someone else has lived in. Yeah. Or owning a used car. So I just think, you know, what's the difference with clothes? Um, so yeah, I would definitely shop online if uh, if you're finding that charity shops aren't um you know you're not finding anything that you like in them um and also you know you can find pretty much anything like charity shops also have homeware as well um electronics yeah there's there's so many options um that's brilliant no i like the yeah the idea of using going on ebay i i have a son and when he was um a baby i went on ebay and bought secondhand clothes and it saved you loads of money and they were perfectly fine they were like they people rather than buying new clothes for babies it's you can go on and you get it like literally bundles people just want to get rid of it out of their house and mm. get bundles of clothes for like i think i was paying like a few pounds for that you would if you bought all those new there would be literally hundreds of pounds and yeah you're saving not just yeah your money but also yeah landfill sites and also yeah, this fast fashion. I saw there was a documentary by Stacey Dooley. I don't know if you know Stacey Dooley. But yeah, was, I saw that. It was amazing. Yeah, it was kind of one of those documentaries that kind of my mind was blown about how even like the water use that for, you know, a pair of jeans that it takes to, to, to I don't, the, the process that it uses. It's, um, yeah, it's crazy how much waste is used. And I like your comparison with the house. Um, you'd think it's kind of crazy. You think I'd, I'd only buy a new build house to live in where it's you know the the old the older buildings are tend to be kind of the more loved and the more kind of appreciated so maybe it's the same with with fashion definitely like i yeah i would totally agree like i'm a huge fan of vintage fashion as well and it kind of is similar with houses you know um like in london victorian townhouses are very sought after um and although you can't quite get clothing that that's that old um you know vintage clothing is very sought after and the reasons are the same like it's usually they've been made with um higher quality materials or the craftsmanship is better um yeah. and yeah i think that's that's true of vintage you know like um clothing these days is often made to just be worn a few times and then you know thrown away or donated or whatever um so yeah, older clothes tend to have a lot more longevity. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that sounds brilliant. So can, yeah, I, any books or kind of quotes you'd recommend or anything funny that's happened to you recently and, or anything, yeah, anything you want to add? Um, let me think, what book was I going to recommend? Um, so while you're thinking, yeah. I would say Donut Economics is one that I like massively kate Raworth. i've actually met her i've been lucky enough to meet her and they talk about essentially moving to a butterfly economy is what she she talks about but essentially it's like um using you know 100 percent that re renewable and um so renewable energy renewable clothes renewable everything shouldn't be yeah we yeah essentially 100 percent renewable is it's kind of what the and then she talks about like the world is like a donut it's, it's quite a visual and it's so think of home think of it you've got like a ring donut you kind of the outside is like kind of the the the, the planetary boundaries we have and the the ring in the middle is kind of the the, um, the society boundaries so people 
you know, living hunger or poverty or kind of living without any medicine or anything. So that's essentially, and we want to be aiming for the kind of the, the, the juicy middle, the tasty middle donut, if you think of a donut in the middle, rather, <clears throat> rather than the kind of going beyond our planetary boundaries and going and before we go into the kind of the, the society kind of, um, yeah, the problems that we have. So that's, that was, a, if, you really, if you're thinking to buy a book on that, I think donut economics I'd highly recommend. But yeah, anything, did, anything you want to add or a quote or? Yeah, um, so one book I've actually read really recently is um, She Means Business by yeah. Carrie Green. Um, I... Yeah, so she's someone really inspiring who I've um, just recently come across online. Um, and the subtitle to her book is Turn Your Dreams Into Reality and Become a Wildly Successful Entrepreneur. Okay. Um, so yeah i think that that really kind of resonated with me and it's kind of all about literally turning something that's just an idea into something um more tangible and yeah just just what we've been talking about really um making steps towards um your dream life and um making money on your own terms and yeah it, it's kind of all about acting on your dreams so yeah i've, I've really enjoyed reading that recently um but you've also recommended so many good books um, as we've been talking so I think I'm gonna have to uh, go on Amazon and get that's my frugal weakness I, I've, <laughs> I've been much better at it but I used to buy yeah buy books all the time which I'm a massive book nerd so I've um, I love doing it but I've definitely restrained myself I've been quite good I go use like pdfs now and especially kind of older books like a lot of the copyright you can't look at kind of recent books but I've been researching my 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 new book and a lot of the stuff like I mentioned Adam Smith previously you can go online and you know books that are written like 100 years ago they're out of copyright so you can get them on pdf quite easily and yeah I I live in Oxford which is before the lockdown it's kind of the mecca of libraries if you want to go if you want to gamble go to Las Vegas if you want to bungee jump go to New Zealand if you if you like reading and you know, Oxford's a place to go they've got pretty good books even like I said like the Oxfam is amazing like whoever uh, the guys that work there, the people that work there are doing a really good job. I'm like, I struggle to walk past it without kind of looking in. Um, yeah, I think that's true with any university town, isn't it? Like their Oxfam bookshops are usually amazing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely got a lot of books um, from there in my student days as well. I guess another point, if you've got, if you've got time, then if you need to go, then maybe you're going to go. But I'm just going to say about maybe it's going to open up a bit of a bigger topic but coming back to money mindset and spending I was kind of thinking about how we are wired as humans as well so mindset also is how we kind of we're emotional creatures and there's a tendency to have lots of adverts and kind of a lots of promotion to kind of make us want to buy more things so if you go on even like your Facebook feed or you go onto your onto a blog or you go onto the internet and there's lots of adverts kind of saying buy this now and kind of this kind of like you say fast culture which is yeah advertisers have a lot to blame I think of kind of fueling the economy and I guess coming back to donut economics one of her main points which I've used in my book millennial money mindset is if we are going to change anything if we are going to get away from this kind of consumer mentality this fast fashion we need to change the the measure so at the moment we use this thing called GDP which is gross domestic product which essentially encourage us to spend more which means if your country is seen to be really rich and prosperous if they spend loads of money and that's a, really a bad thing so 
it's yeah obviously if you which is why the government or the, the economy is it seems to be done done well if we're spending more money which obviously isn't is bad from a planetary point of view and from a gdp view buying clothes secondhand is a is a deemed to be a in vertical is a bad thing which obviously it's it's not because it's doing all the good things but the measure we use at the moment is that would be yeah does that does that make sense is that yeah yeah definitely like i think um you know you were saying about the kind of advertising um and marketing techniques that these companies use to draw us into buying new things all the time yeah. um, and i think i can't remember where i read this but um it's it was about you know psychological strategies that are used by marketeers and copywriters yeah. to get people to purchase and as i was reading this i was just thinking i fall for this every time you know if something's like a limited time only as an offer yeah. or um only a certain number until they're gone you know all of these kind of strategies make yeah. us think i need it i must have it um yeah but i think it's it, i think when you're thinking about spending money it's important to take a step back um maybe think about your purchases for a day or two um, yeah. and then go back to it because I, I mean it's not a bad thing to spend money at all um yeah. but you know if it has to be mindful spending um yeah. i think is the key thing you know you don't want to just be buying things for the sake of it because you've yeah. been sucked in by a marketing strategy um you know you want to you want to buy something that's gonna serve a purpose in your life or and yeah you know you can you can buy something just because you think it looks cool but um yeah. you know you have to make sure that you can afford it and um that yeah it's gonna serve a purpose in some way even if that purpose is just bringing you joy when you look at yeah. it or wear it or whatever yeah. um yeah ah fantastic so yeah no that that makes so much sense so yeah laura thanks so much for joining us today that's um you've yeah, you've given us some amazing tips there. And um, yeah, I think it's a good way to look at things in a different way, having a different mindset. And yeah, we, that we can, I think the, my big takeaway was, yeah, go on eBay to buy buy things, not necessarily buying things new. That was, um, yeah, that's that's great. So yeah, thank, thanks so much for joining us. This has been Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. If someone listening at home wants to um, find you and connect with you, what, what would they do? Um, so I'm very active on Instagram, so that's just okay. at Thrifty Londoner, um, or my website is just thriftylondoner.com. Brilliant. So yeah, check that out. And yeah, this has been Millennial Money Mindset. My name's Neil Doig. I'm the author of Millennial Money Mindset. If you want the fruits, you need the roots. And yeah, please like, please subscribe, and please tell one person about Millennial Money Mindset. Thanks so much. See you soon. Money. Mindset. I think that sounds alright.